Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 644-16 till 7. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Got some rain coming in this afternoon around 3, 4 o'clock. Then it really gets rainy. Highs of 66. Lows of night, 44 north and west of the lake, 48 south. Then tomorrow clears out for King's Day. Nice for the Funny 40 Fellows Parade. Uh, tomorrow evening, streetcar on uh, St. Charles Avenue. And for everybody lining up to get king cakes, sunny highs of 56. And Sunday when the Saints take on and beat the Falcons in the Dome and Buccaneers lose to Carolina and the Saints win the division. Nice tailgating day. Partly cloudy, highs of 58. Uh, the national debt has topped $34 trillion. That's the third milestone in 12 months. And I don't even know how you could begin to make a credit card comparison to this to the average consumer because it's just crazy. It was $33 trillion in September. Now we're at $34 trillion. Mark Goldwine joins us now, Senior Vice President, Policy Director for the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. How you doing, Mark? Uh, good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you, sir. Is it Goldwine or Goldween? I want to get your name right. It's Goldwine. Goldwine, okay. Um, $34 trillion. It, it happened pretty quick when you consider that it was only $33 trillion in September. Is this the new normal now? Are we going to increase yeah, a I mean, trillion? Think about this. It's been, it's been $10 billion a day for the last three and a half months. You know what I want to ask you, not. Mark Goldwein, if we can, Goldwine, rather, if we can, um, Explain to people, if you will, just what a trillion. Because I, I saw this on an episode of Succession, and I thought it was interesting. Where one of the characters said, "Now wait, just hang on a second here. Let's just talk about what we're talking about with a billion dollars." And then from there, my mind went to the national debt and trillion. Just exactly how much is a trillion dollars? And then the listener has to realize that we're talking about thirty-four of those. Right, look, a trillion is a million million. It's a thousand billion. It's as much debt as we had going into the Reagan administration. And now we're adding that much in just three and a half months. Wow. Wow. Um, how did it happen? <laughs> uh, well, lots of reasons. But, but the short story is that taxes are lower than the spending. And so we keep spending and spending and spending, and we're not raising enough revenue to cover the gap. We all hear, let's go to the downsides of this. What happens if this continues? What happens if in another September, October, November, December, January, what happens in another four months, uh, we're up to $35 trillion, And what is the likelihood of that happening? Yeah, so um, I think it'll take longer to get to 35 There's nothing magic about these numbers other than they're scary. Um, but what is problematic is that our debt is continuing to grow much faster than the economy is growing. Right now, debt is about the size of the economy. 
The only other time it's been that large is right after World War II, and we had a plan to pay it down. Um, we cannot continue on this trajectory forever. This high debt slows wage growth because it diverts investment away from the private sector into the public sector. Uh, it pushes up interest rates. We're already seeing that with mortgages and stuff like that. It increases inflation risk, and it could lead to a financial crisis if not addressed. Um, I want to invite the audience in here because uh, before people, you know, I, I think it's important that we understand what we're talking about, right? If we're going to complain about it or do anything about it, 504-260-1870, if you have any questions about the national debt and if you are concerned about that and uh, about the consequences of that. I, I do want to draw the distinction, if we can, Mark, between debt and deficit because I think sometimes people use those uh, expressions interchangeably and they shouldn't. Right. So debt is the total amount we owe. Deficit is how much we're adding to that debt each year. So right now we're running about $2 trillion annual deficits, meaning we are adding an extra $2 trillion to the debt each and every year. So when it comes to why it going up so quickly from September to now, why do you say, I'm a little bit confused about this, that it's not going to go up to $35 trillion in another four months? Or what, if I can ask it a different way, sure. what will change to prevent that from happening? Or what change? Well, about a third of that increase is because of various accounting mechanisms um, after the debt limit challenges ended to deal with moving money between accounts at the end of the fiscal year. So about a third of that was very rapid at the very end of October. And we're not going to have something like that for probably another year. So like the real pace we're adding to the debt isn't quite um, a trillion every three months. It's probably more like five or six hundred billion every three months, which is way, way, way too much, but not quite as high. Somebody texted in, Tommy, who do we owe this $34 trillion to? And I think that's a good question. Can you explain that, Mark? Um, all sorts of people. So mostly we owe it to Americans, to mutual funds and pensions and state and local have governments, people that buy savings bonds, people that buy treasury bonds. Okay. You know, Just if your grandma gave you a savings bond. Um, but some of it is owned abroad. Um, and our second largest foreign owner is China, which is really the government of China. The OPEC countries also own a substantial amount. So even though Americans own most of it, um, enough of it is owned abroad that uh, it's a bit of a concern. And that debt is owned with the instruments of not loans, but of not direct loans, but in, in form of U.S. securities. Is that right? That's right. There's, we get very little money from bank loans in the U.S. government. Almost all of our debt is the form of treasuries, and they can vary bonds, basically. And they can vary from one-month one bonds to 30-year bonds and everything in between. And people buy these because they expect a return on them. Right now, that return is is four to five percent, sometimes five and a half percent, depending on the maturity. And that's good news for the bondholder, but it's actually a major cost to the taxpayer that now has to pay four, five, five and a half percent on every dollar it's issuing of debt. I get a text about cutting off aid to the countries uh, who are not our allies. How fast can we pay off the debt? The last time I checked, foreign aid was like what, less than one percent of the spending in the country. That's total foreign aid, including military and humanitarian, is about 1.5% of our total budget. If you narrow that down to countries that are maybe not our best friends, some of which we're giving aid for very good reasons, like so that they don't get nuclear weapons, um, it's probably like a fraction of that. And Meanwhile, so, and so we can conduct intelligence. like a third of our budget. Right. D what? Say it again. Our, meanwhile, our deficit is like a third of our budget. So you can't pay down the debt just by cutting 
uh, you know, a percent of a percent of the budget. Sometimes people like to focus on something they don't like, which I understand politically, but financially, that's not the way it breaks down in, in the way the debt is owed or where it's owed to. And, and in addition, the thing I started to say is that while we do give aids to aid to countries that aren't uh, on the face friendly to us, sometimes it allows us to conduct intelligence in those countries and Sometimes it is the cheaper thing to do in the long run, but that's a discussion for a different time. 651, 9 till 7. Mark, more with Mark Goldwine. We come back, Senior Vice President and Policy Director for the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. The U.S. debt jumped from 34 to $35 trillion between September and now. And if you have any questions or comments about that, the Open Heart Jeweler Talk and Text Line is open, 504-260-187. You know how we conduct things here. There are no dumb questions. We're trying to understand all of this mess. Traffic now, WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 6.56, 4 till 7. Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Mark Goldwine, Senior Vice President, Policy Director for the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. You want to see how quickly the U.S. national debt is accumulating, uh, go to usdebtclock.org. That'll give you an idea about a lot of different things. In the upper left-hand corner, you'll see the U.S. national debt clock, which is at $34 trillion and and rising rapidly. Um, Mark Goldwine, congratulations. I have just made you the debt czar of this country. I have given you... Um, the, the 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 keys to the kingdom. You have the power to fix it. What are you going to do? Well, if I had a time machine, I would go back and stop well, making so many irresponsible choices. But going forward, yes, yeah. you got to move forward because well, we don't have a time machine. Yeah, you know, number one, we got to cap appropriations, defense and non-defense. We have caps in place for just this year and next year. We got to extend that um, so the appropriators aren't contr- out of control. Number two, lower health care costs. There's an incredible amount of waste where we are spending more on Medicare than we're getting in value. We are overpaying various plans, various hospitals, things like that. We can go into details. Number three, we need to get Social Security solvent, and that's going to mean higher retirement age, which we can raise very gradually with life expectancy. It's going to mean a flatter benefit formula also gradually, and it's going to be more tax revenue coming in. And then number four, 
we got to fix the tax code. And that means cutting tax breaks that are um, worsening inflation, that are distributionally unfair, that are causing bad investment choices, but are also losing us $1.4 trillion of revenue per year. Who are those? What would that tax code modification look like, ideally, where it would be, I guess it has to be fair and it also has to be responsible to the country to make sure the country can do what it needs to do, right? Well, I'd like to see a lot less deductions. I think that we took some good first steps by capping the state and local deduction. Um, I'd get rid of it, get rid of the mortgage deduction, turn the charitable deduction into a credit, turn the health care exclusion into a credit. Um, I, I think look at a lot of these business preferences that cause you to make one choice versus the other and try to equalize them. Um, improve the way that our capital gains is taxed so there isn't a huge difference between if you sell the stock the day before you die versus if your kid sells it the day after. What you want to do is find all these inequities in the tax code where we're preferencing one choice over the other and to your choice in most cases. And we should let people do what's best for the economy and what's best for themselves without thinking about the tax code. Tell me about Medicare because um – but it's going to take leadership to change any of this, and it's going to take politicians that become statesmen and look ahead to the next generation and not the next election, which I don't see a change in. But uh, what has to be done or what could be done with Medicare? Because doctors and hospitals will gripe saying the reimbursement's not enough. Yeah, sure, sure it is. But a lot of this is just standing up to this special interest, standing up to the ARP. Um, there's a, a lot of broad support for some policies. I'll give you one example. Right now, Medicare pays more for a doctor's visit if that doctor's clinic is owned by a hospital versus if it's not for the exact same doctor's visit. That makes no sense. And everybody from Elizabeth Warren on the west, on the left, excuse me, to Newt Gingrich on the right agrees it makes no sense. And so we ought to have site-neutral payments where we don't pay you more based on if the hospital happens to own your doctor's clinic. Do you? As a second go ahead. Yeah. Go, no, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Tell me what you wanted to say. Yeah, as a second example, there's these private insurance alternatives called Medicare Advantage. They're great plans. They are more efficient than Medicare in many cases, and yet they cost the federal government 5 to 10% more because of the way they, they code their patients. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate your time. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.